Hello, everyone. We're very glad you are with us. Hope you're doing well. As always, if you want to learn more about our ministry, please visit our website at www.thelatterrain.org. Please feel free to write to us through there as well. We pray daily that our ministry may be of blessing to you as we continue sharing Jesus Christ and His truth with the world. As we preview today's sharing, we'll continue looking at the book of Proverbs. We'll be talking about how necessary it is to work hard at the different things we do, but with the goal of doing that which is good. We'll be talking about how important working hard is because it's part of our testimony, but also about the importance of direction and priority. We really need to think about where our focus is and what we devote our energies to. We'll get into this after a quick moment of prayer so we can get going. Lord God, Heavenly Father, I praise you and I worship you for your goodness and your mercy. And as always, I give you thanks for your Son, Jesus Christ, and for the salvation that we have through him. Heavenly Father, thank you for your loving grace. Thank you, O Lord, for the opportunity of eternal life. Heavenly Father, Lord God, help us to be conscious of that wonderful opportunity. And help us, O Lord, to be able to take care of that and do the wonderful things that you want us to do. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray now that you may please guide us to your word, through your Holy Spirit, that you may speak to our hearts, to our minds, that you help us to truly understand what is it that you want to say, and that we might apply it to our lives. Help us to live out your word on a daily basis. I pray for everyone listening. I pray, Lord God, for your rich blessing on them. Heavenly Father, I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Today we'll continue our series on the book of Proverbs. Our scripture reading can be found in Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6 to 15. And this is what we read. Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise, which having no captain, overseer or ruler, provides her supplies in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. How long will you slumber, O sluggard? When will you rise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall your poverty come on you like a prowler, and your need like an armed man. A worthless person, a wicked man, walks with a perverse mouth. He winks with his eyes, he shuffles his feet, he points with his fingers. Perversity is in his heart. He devises evil continually, he sows discord. Therefore his calamity shall come suddenly. Suddenly he shall be broken without remedy. What we'll be looking at today has two parts, but these two parts are essential to each other. One is about working hard, and the second is about working for what is good. So it would make sense to start with the what we should be doing. What in fact is good before the eyes of the Lord, and this does take some discernment. As far as doing those things that please God, we need to look at hopefully what should be obvious to each of us, which is the Word of God. But we need to be careful with turning the grace of God into legalism or a basic list of do's and don'ts, because that is not what God is after. God desires a relationship built on love. As we have read many times, the Lord put this into a very simple general form, which we should be doing so that we can get things as right as possible. The Bible says this, Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And this is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So, love should be 
the driving force, the reason for why we need to obey God. And in that we should try to obey what He teaches because we want to please Him. I know that there are things that are hard to let go of or things that we might even like. But in the end, if the Lord says that they're bad, then we should just trust that what He says and ask Him for help to let go of whatever it is we need to let go, but with the intent to please Him. So our disposition in Christ should be that whatever God says is sin, we should trust Him, we should obey Him, and ask Him for help to let go whatever it is we need to let go. Now, if we want to get a better understanding of the practical do's and don'ts, we can start by looking at the Ten Commandments. We need to remember that the Lord said, Do not think that I came to destroy the law of the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For assuredly I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. So the Ten Commandments are very much in effect. But only this time we need to cling on to Christ and to His grace, to His Holy Spirit, so we can work at fulfilling them. Because in the end, faith without works is dead. And these are the ten. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments." You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates." For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor your father and mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house, you shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. We also need to concentrate on the fruits of the Spirit, because these are the fruits that the Lord is after. The Lord gave us clear warning that it is not necessarily about doing religious or even supernatural things. Matthew chapter 7, verse 21 to 23 says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. The Bible teaches us that we need to walk in the Spirit and that we need to have the fruits of the Spirit. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 to 25 teaches us this. I say then, walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. 
But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, self-ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. In essence... If we walk in the Spirit, which can only happen when we have completely surrendered our lives to Christ, and we seek to have the fruits of the Spirit in our lives and try to follow what God teaches us that is important based on love, we will have very good direction on knowing in general what is good and right before the eyes of God. The other part we need to look at is the how much energy we should devote to different things and the order of priority of each in terms of earthly things because we do need to live on this planet so we can get the right focus and trust me, this does take a lot of spiritual guidance and discernment. Galatians chapter 6 verse 7 to 10 says, Do not be deceived, God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. Now let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. So we need to get more focused on his things, on what the Bible teaches, than on what this world can teach us is important. So we need to get more focused on his things, on what the Bible teaches, than on what this world teaches us that is important. Because it is very easy to get off track with things that seem good. We can even turn sometimes things that are good into bad things when the priorities are all wrong. For example, our family should be close to the top of the list, like second place, because God needs to be first. Matthew chapter 10, verse 37 to 38 says, He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. So we certainly need to devote time and energy to our loved ones, but they can never take that number one spot away from the Lord. We need to work hard for them, but our entire effort cannot be them. And if we do things for our family, we need to do them like if we're doing it to please the Lord, because the Lord should always be the focus, the reason why we do things. Because this is also something we need to be careful with. And I'll give you another example. Let's say you're the only believer in your family, which happens a lot, so don't feel bad if this is your case. And, and don't worry, because your faithfulness to the Lord and by the testimony of what God is doing in your life will win them over. So don't lose heart. Have faith. Everything will be okay. But let's say 
while your loved ones are still struggling in understanding the gospel, or God forbid, while they don't yet believe and try to drag you away from your faith, you should not give in to them, even if it happens with your parents. The Bible is very clear with this, where it says in Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 19 to 20, Therefore, thus says the Lord, if you return, then I will bring you back. You shall stand before me. If you take out the precious from the vial, you shall be as my mouth. Let them return to you, but you must not return to them. And I will make you to this people a fortified bronze wall, and they will fight against you, but they shall not prevail against you, for I am with you to save you and deliver you, says the Lord. How do we then assign priority? Well, the Ten Commandments say, honor your father and mother, right? But the first and most important commandment is, you shall have no other gods before me. There's a priority. Those are the first words in the Ten Commandments. So anything or anyone you put before God becomes a god or an idol. And Jesus, of course, reiterated that with the first and greatest commandment about loving the Lord. So your main direction, the reason why you do everything, should be the Lord and for the Lord. And when you do that and you assign appropriate priorities... Everything else will work that much better. God will take care of everything else. No problem. And finally, we need to work hard in terms of secular work, like to pay the bills. But that cannot become the end-all, be-all of our lives. Work is very important, and I know this because I need to keep a job, and I need to pay bills and eat myself. But we need to establish a limit. We have to be extremely careful with the love of money and materialism. Matthew chapter 6 verse 19 to 20 teaches us this. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. So yes, work hard. Be faithful and responsible in everything that you work in. But also remember, everything we see will one day disappear. It will all be gone and we can't take anything with us. Through the years and in the ministry, I have visited many folks in their last moments, some of which were very successful people, speaking in career terms. But in those moments, those people were not very concerned with what they had or didn't have. They were not thinking about their degrees, and, and I have a college degree, so it's not like degrees are evil, but they weren't thinking about that or their accomplishments and how much they had in the bank. Their main concern, at least the smart and conscious ones, was about where they were going to spend eternity. This is one thing we need to keep in mind. Earthly glories and material possessions last only so long, so they should only mean so much. So, we need to always aim to understand what is truly good and acceptable before the Lord, only because we love Him and because we want to please Him. The Lord Himself does give us many things, but there needs to be an appropriate balance and priority for them. We need to work hard, but we need to try to understand as clearly as possible what we should be doing and how much of it. 
Otherwise, if we are not careful, we could be accomplishing many things, but find out in the end that we were going the wrong direction all along, and that there is no turning back after that. Once we are before God's throne, that's it. There are no do-overs. So while we are here, we should make sure that our time, our effort, our energies are devoted appropriately. And the only way to get this right is by ensuring that our relationship with the Lord is where it needs to be, by allowing for His Holy Spirit and His Word to guide us daily in everything that we do. We need to constantly submit ourselves as best as possible to what He teaches us. Because as we have said many times before, God only wants what is best for us here and now, but even more importantly, He wants what is best for us in eternity. So we need to completely submit to His Lordship. If you haven't done so, I urge you to do that today. Let's pray. Lord, Heavenly Father, I praise you and I worship you, Lord God. I give you thanks, O Lord, for the direction of your word, of your Holy Spirit. Because, Lord God, you, you try to teach us that what is it that we need to be doing and how is it that we need to organize our lives and just all the different things, O oh Lord, that happen in this world. Thank you, O oh Lord, Heavenly Father, that you want us to live life as best as possible and at the same time be ready for what's coming after. Help us, O oh Lord, to be wise. Help us, O oh Lord, to not just think about the here and now, but help us to be able to think about the later, about what happens after. Lord God, your word is very clear in that there is an after, after all of this is done. Heavenly Father, Lord God, help us to be conscious of that. Help us not to be led by the world and by, and by their ideas. And help us not even to be led by our own ideas and by our own opinions. But help us to be led by you, by your spirit, by your word, by your understanding. That Heavenly Father, that our, that our minds may be renewed through you. I pray for everyone listening, Lord God. I pray for your blessing upon them. And I pray for your clarity on them as well, Lord God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Please join us again next time as we continue studying God's Word. As always, please feel free to write us through our website if you'd like more information or just need some prayer. Our web address again is www.thelatterrain.org. The Latter Rain Ministries is a self-supporting Christian ministry dedicated to sharing Jesus Christ and His truth with the world. May God bless you.